Oh, so this is another Twitter Spaces episode, and this one was about sort of building our own tables and the spaces that foster the opportunity for us to be able to do so. So I have Christina C. Jones from Girl Have You Read, Cherie from the Sister Girls Book Club, Tamika from Black Girls Who Write, Kiana from Hopeful Heartbreakers Book Club, Ayana from Bourbon Street Bookers, and Chelsea from the Melanin Library, who are all great resources. Um, and they came together for us to have a conversation about the resources available, the services that they offer and all sorts of things. So I really hope that you guys check this episode out and enjoy it. Oh, look at that. I was talking and my mic was off. <laughs> oh, it give us a couple of minutes for people to load in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, welcome in. Hey. What up, Key? I'm going to give it a couple of minutes. I think I said that. Um, I'm going to say that probably about four more times as people start rolling up in here. Um, I'm going to give it a couple of minutes for everybody to get in here, at least the majority of the speakers. Um, a couple people told me they're going to be a couple minutes late, so we all good with that. Hope you guys are having a tremendous, almost said Thursday. This today, not Thursday, though. It's not. It's Wednesday, right? Very much so Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I definitely was like, I hope y'all are having a great Thursday. And I was like, mm, I knew that coming out of my mouth, but that was absolutely wrong. Also, I always feel like the silence is so awkward um, while we're waiting for people to load in here. So I'm going to just be talking and running my damn mouth um, because I don't like awkward silences. So, you know, other speakers who are on the panel, feel free to chime in and talk back to me. Well, it's nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Hope everyone is having a right. decent Thursday. <laughs> Listen, like... One of my main um, objectives with this, right, is to bring attention to and amplify people who are within the community at all different levels. So, like, yes, is it a space for Black romance novels and novelists? Sure. But also, like, the entire ecosystem deserves to be seen and heard. So if I can do that through this platform, then I feel like we win it. It's appreciated. It honestly is, because sometimes it's like, I know there are people out here talking about this, but I would like to know more of them. I would like to follow more of them. So much appreciated for the work you're doing. And that's the thing, too. Like, I feel like a lot of the times we're talking around each other and we're not necessarily talking to each other in this space, because while we may know different people or entities exist, like that's not exactly the same as like actually being in conversation with these people. So that's what I'm kind of hoping that pillow talk is going to be able to do. Hi everyone. It's Tamika. Hey. Right. What up? Cuzzo. Hey girl. Hey. Oh, and I'm Chelsea, by the way, I know my profile says Melton library, but I'm Chelsea. Nice to meet everyone. Hi. I'm trying to make sure that I got everybody who is on the panel out of the audience and up to the stage. BSB, accept that request.
Wow, I really don't do wellness hollering. So, hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Pillow Talk is back like cook crack in this mug. Um, <laughs> that was really inappropriate. Wow. But if you know me, you know that inappropriateness is my brand. Anyway, for anyone who is new to this space, hey, what's up? Hello, my name is Nicole. I write Black romance novels. Um, I am a fan of Black romance novels. And so I decided to diversify my platform a bit by hosting a bi-weekly or semi-weekly, depending on which one you like better, Twitter space, in which I talk to people who are involved in this community in all different aspects. And tonight, the hinge point of this conversation is actually the community, right? So a lot of us um, indie authors are independent, not because we are not um, fit to, you know, shine shoes in <laughs> traditional spaces. It is because we have chosen to build our own tables and um, do our own thing. And so not only are the authors in this space um, trailblazers in that sort of lane, but also many of the admirers and readers of Black romance are the same. And so for my little brain, I was like, well, let's get together some people who have created like spaces and lanes where their entire focus is to give us all of the information and support black indies as much as possible so then i was like all right let me go find the spaces um of course immediately i went to girl have you read shout out to christina c jones and alexandra warren two lovely black romance authors who pretty much um saw that there was no space where we were being given the shine and they said, well, fuck it, we'll build it on our own. Um, and of course, uh, Sister Girls Book Club and Black Girls Who Write um, were also at the top of my list because I was like, okay, I know, you know, I've had interactions with the founders of both of those um, websites and I know like what their, I guess, mission statements are in reference to indie romance writers um and then of course i wanted book clubs and all that stuff to be a person too so i went ahead and tapped the ladies of hopeful heartbreakers and bourbon street bookers um to come on through and then i was scrolling my timeline because i kept feeling like i was missing something right i was like i know that there was somebody else that i wanted to invite and so a tweet from chelsea actually popped up on my timeline about something that had nothing to do with this but i was like aha the melanin library like i wanted to get her in here too because while her space is not specifically for black indie romance it is a space for black authors at large and i feel like it's a very important space and i feel like you guys should know a bit about what she's doing over there her mission statement what she's trying to accomplish all that good stuff so I have done all of that rambling to now let each of these ladies introduce themselves. I'm going to start with my sister, CCJ, and then we'll go as it flows. Actually, we're going to go. <laughs> Actually, we're going to go. <laughs> We're gonna go with Sheree from Sister Girls Book Club and then we'll go as it flows. Hey y'all, you know I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, she gotta come off mute. It's a little bit different. Um, but hi y'all. Thank you so much, Nicole, for inviting me uh to speak in this space. I think it's really dope. Um my name is Sheree. I'm the founder of Sister Girls Book Club. Um, and our book club, it's it's a it's it the, at the soul of it at the at the real the, the the crux of it. It is a book club to promote black authors. Um, we pay a special attention to black indie authors because that's ninety percent of the books that we do read. Um, but like I said, when we started out, it was a book club. We read a book and all that. But then we started noticing like, okay, there's marketing things we started seeing pain points that authors and readers had there's not enough events there's you know we want things that are engaging and fun so we started to create things based on you know the community that was forming so it wasn't while it started off about being just about books it branched off into like so many different things where where it's where now where we have a podcast we have an editorial team who write for every month we have new content um coming out for you guys we have a newsletter we have a podcast we have sister girls academy because that was another pain point um you had people who were interested in writing or they were interested in learning more about social media as authors or they were interested in like the legal and accounting so we bring experts to kind of like you know give you that information because we're not the experts um 
what else? We we created Black Indie Authors Day and Black Book Clubs Day because that was something that we really wanted to do. We wanted people. I mean, it, it started out as a way to just market and just have that the idea that like authors sometimes say they have trouble marketing or promoting themselves. But I'm like, if you have a day, it's like your birthday. You can't just not show up to your birthday party, right? Um, so those two days were just to celebrate and then highlight because you're flipping the algorithm at the same time while doing that. Um, you flood it and you know, we just, it's a lot of different things. And of course our black indie author signing that's coming back behind the pen is coming back to New York city next summer, August 12th, 2023 tickets are on sale now. So it's a bunch of things we do. So I feel like we're a book club, but we're now moving into a space of we're like a community organization. If I had to be like, the definition but at the heart it really is to just promote black literature right on right on Tamika hi guys I'm Tamika I am the founder and creative of black girls who write black girls who write literally was supposed to just start off as an event and it has grown well surpassed that um I try not to be in other people's lanes and try to differentiate what we can offer so I've been making sure we focus more on how we can help authors um, become better entrepreneurs become better creatives and just be more well-rounded and then also make sure that we're amplifying and trying to get indie black authors and black indie authors in the spaces that we aren't invited to or people don't have access to so those are We'll talk about it later, but there are some things in the pipeline that is definitely going to help amplify our community. And we have a retreat coming up next month. So, yeah, we'll talk about that later, too. (laughs) All right, Kiana. Hey, everybody. I am Kiana, a.k.a. Key from Hopeful Heartbreakers. I'm probably one of the newest platforms that you guys have may or may not heard about uh I kind of consider myself like a urban literary disciple I'm just out here like talking about books and trying to get people to read books we have a website we have a app we have literary services we have reading journals we have all of that good stuff but we do everything within the range of trying to make sure that we focus mainly on indie black authors. Okay, I'm going to backtrack a little bit to Bourbon Street Bookers. I'm not sure which one of y'all is on, so tell me which one of y'all is on. Good evening, everybody. Sorry, technical difficulties. This is Ayana. (laughs) Um, So maybe I missed the question. So can you share that with me? Oh, yeah, no problem. Everybody's just going through and introducing themselves first. Okay, so I'm Ayana. Mostly, uh, most people in the literary world would have known me as Ayana first. And um, myself, Tara, and my sister Allegra, we're all um, a part of Bourbon Street Bookers. We support um, Black indie authors. um, And we, we support all Black authors, but of course we do have a specific focus on Black indie authors to support them. Um, what else? I can tell you that we do have um, a website as well as um, participating on several different platforms. Um, we're very active on in our Facebook group. And let's see what else. Of course, Goodreads, Amazons, we are very adamant about um, emphasizing the importance of leaving reviews for our authors and and supporting them as well as um, giving opportunities to give away books and things of that nature, again, to support our our authors, especially some of our faves. You know, we do that. We take the opportunity to do that and make it an engaging space for readers and authors to participate. So... That's it. There may be some other stuff, but I can't remember. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next up is Chelsea from Melanin Library. Okay. Hey, you guys. I am Chelsea from the Melanin Library. I'm the owner of Written in Melanin 
and the Melanin Library. And basically, it is just a website, so melaninlibrary.com, that was created to support Black authors. Um, I'm an indie author myself, so I was just like, there should be a place for Black authors, specifically Black indie authors, to just like showcase their work without having to like fight this imaginary algorithm. So yeah, it's just a database that's ever growing of Black authors and their books. It's sort of by category and age and everything else that we can think of to make it easy for people to find their next read. And we just figured making it easier for people to find their next book will actually get these books in front of people who want to read it. So yeah. That's me. All right. And last but certainly not least, Miss Easy J. Hey, y'all. Um, so I'm Christina, one half of Grab Your Red, who I am representing today because it is our co founder, Alexandra Warren. It is her birthday, and we don't like making the birthday girl work. So <laughs> I am here representing our group. Um, Grab Your Red was started because when I entered this space, there was there was a very clear gap. Um, it was not, uh, and I'll, I'll be a little controversial, I guess, it was not trendy, you know, to write Black characters. It wasn't, um, we, we, there, there was no love. We, we, there, there was no love for that unless you were talking to like a very core group of readers. Um, there were plenty of multicultural spaces, um, but none for black romance. And so that, like I said, that was something that I noticed very early on. And then when Alexandra started writing, I brought that conversation up to her. And I feel like she was the one who actually pose the idea of like we're doing a lot of talking about this we you know we see it we notice it we're doing a lot of talking about it let's do something about it and when we first sat down to to kind of go through what what our plans might be et cetera, et cetera, she was also the one who she said we're going to do an event and I was like, oh, that's big. <laughs> like, that's big. You know, there might be like a five-year, like a stretch goal. And the next year, we hosted the first Girl Have You Met um, after just some different experiences that I had, um, seeing what was out there, seeing what was available, seeing what, seeing the spaces where we were accepted. Um, I think that... <laughs> The landscape is so different now that I don't think y'all understand. I don't think some of y'all understand what it was like, like, and in, in the beginning, in the beginning, like when Indie Love came through, nobody else was inviting Indies to, to come and really treating them as if their input mattered, as if their place, as if their work really had value. It was more of an afterthought. And that kind of kicked the door open, you know, for for me, you know, for me and Alex, for one, because I don't know that I would have, I think seeing the contrast of the contrast and experience from one event that I attended and then attending Indie Love and like seeing the the, the love that was there, made me realize, okay, we really can do this. And so Girl Have You Read, you know, is the the website, the social media and all of that. And then Girl Have You Met is the event. Um, Girl Have You Met is centered around putting Black authors who write Black characters in community with the Black readers who want that, who want that. Um, the social is about promoting Black authors who write Black characters connecting the same thing, just kind of a different format. Um, and so, wow, when, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I think about the time frame, Girl Have You Read has been around for seven or eight years at this point. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to look up to see the exact, but it's been, it's heartening to me to see the other, you know, other entities, you know, other 
you know, book clubs are expanding and they're seeing, you know, like Sheree was talking about just those pain points that authors are looking for. We have people like Black Girls Who Write coming together to do um, to do the retreats and Behind the Pen in New York and Indie Love in, you know, in different cities and Melanin Library pulling together the directories and Hope for Heartbreakers with their app and Bourbon Street Bookers, like, showing so much love <laughs> with the book discussions and like seeing these different entities come together and really branch out to to really fill in that gap because like I, I really can't stress enough that there was nothing for us and now there's so much for us and I'm just grateful. Yeah, I think about like I've been writing what year is this? <laughs> shit 2022 so I've been writing for six years now and even when I started like the amount of different spaces in which one could you know go to promote your book or go to find those readers who are going to actually connect with and bond with your brand um was very slim like you guys existed indie love existed at the time I came out uh sister girls book club existed at the time I came out but like some of the other book clubs and stuff um, weren't there or weren't in my purview yet, um, which is um, a very, I don't know, man, like I'm, I'm very much about like folks being able to find the things that they want and the things that they need um, as easily as possible. But unfortunately, even though we are living in the age of information and we should be able to find things much easier than we could in years past, um, it is so hard still to, to kind of find traction, um, kind of find traction um, when you're insulated, like with, whether it's your in-person experiences or your, you know, internet life, if you, are not tapped in, then it's, you know, it's so many, um, it's such a lack of being able to actually find those people and find those common spaces, um, which is why I try to do, you know, as much as I can to, you know, get those in front of other people, because just because I know something doesn't mean that the person that's right next to me knows that exact same thing. Um, and I think that it's just really important for us as a community to always be, um, you know, in, in communication with one another, right? Like it's, it's easy to say, you know, oh, you know, I want this thing. But if we're not actually talking to each other and opening those lines of communication, then how are you going to get that off? Um, that just really pivoted into an area that I'm not trying to go to. So I'm going to toss this question out for the ladies who run the actual book clubs. So um, if I'm not mistaken, are all of your book clubs, um, as far as like the meeting and the discussion of books and the decision making of books, are they all solely online or do you guys also have the offline physical meet in person aspects of it. I'll start with Cherie and then I'll make my way around. So yeah, we are virtual, but we did this thing one time and we were like, we wanted to really try to see um, if we could do it. And it was very small. It was called Four Cities, One Book. That sounds so dope when I read it back. Um, it was Four Cities, One Book where we actually um, met up in different spots and we were going to read one book at the same exact time, at the same on the same exact day. It was Michelle Obama's book, and we did it in New York, we did it in Atlanta, and we did it in Philly, and we did it, okay, maybe it was three cities in one book. <laughs> but we did it, that was like a, a thing that we wanted to do, and we actually met up, like it was like five people here, two people there, five people, it was very small, but it worked. And I was just like, oh, wow. Um, so that was the first time we had did something in person. And we're actually trying to do that again. Um, well, maybe it'll be called Five Cities, One Book. But outside of that, our um, book clubs have been, book club discussions have been virtual outside of our in-person event. But yeah, it's been virtual. Okay, Ayana. Uh-oh, she dropped off. She must still be having technical difficulties. Uh, Kiana? So our group mainly, I guess we started like prior to COVID. So our thing is only virtual. I would love to do something in person, but as of right now, it's only virtual. Okay, sorry. I was trying to add Ayana back. I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. But that's fine. 
Did you hear the question before you had dropped off, Ayana? No, um, <laughs> I didn't. Sorry, this internet is kind of wild. No, no, no. You all good. You all good. I was just asking for you guys who have um, entities that are book club based. Is it just virtual or do you guys also have an online component to it as well? Well, as far as it being online, in that way. Um, but but give me a question being asking. You're breaking up. Okay, yeah, the reception is really bad where I am. Um, so say, say what you said one more time because you now you're clear. Okay, I'm wondering if the reception is still bad. So now she can't hear us. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just move forward. Um, we can always come back and she can answer that question. Um, so I so this is a question for all of y'all. Um, I guess we can do the hand raise thing to figure out who speaks first. Um, and y'all kind of spoke to it in each of your introductions, but I am wondering, um, with knowing that the space that you hold within this genre what like what is your I don't necessarily want to call it an end goal because it's not like you are looking for the space to terminate right but I guess what is your guiding principle for your entity's um, footprint that you'll leave in this arena go ahead Chelsea so for me, it's not necessarily, like you said, like an end goal, because obviously I would love if this didn't have an end to it. But I know if, like for right now, the immediate thing for me is like the footprint that I want to leave is I want to create a space or help amplify indie authors, specifically Black indie authors. And I just know how difficult it can be, like kind of like how we've all mentioned, just getting your book in front of the readers who actually want what you're writing and who want your stories because I know a lot of indie authors, especially black indie authors. I don't know I'm the authors. I don't know what I'm saying like that. Like we talked about anybody else, but anyway, that we write for a specific group of people. Like we write for other black people to read our works and it can be such a challenge. So I know for the Melanin library, like for, for me, it started with a database. Like I just want a place where it's just like, you don't have to search through all the other books to find what you're looking for. Like if you want a romance, you can just go to the romance section and every book that you pick up or that you find on the website is going to be by a Black author. And then you can find what you're looking for as far as tropes and stuff within that without having to do all of the extra work that it can sometimes take on other platforms. And I would love for the Melanin Library to like be able to grow and help with the marketing of books by um, in the authors because it is such a struggle trying to navigate and figure it out and be like okay where is my book going to go how do I you know use social media to the best of its ability how do I find these communities like even this discussion that we're having right now just being able to listen in on it like just knowing that a it exists and b when it's happening to listen in and when these other events like what you guys are hosting like when they're happening to like not even necessarily be like um, like a, a, a panelist or whatever, but just to let go and be a part of it, you know, just helping to bring awareness to to all of that. And in the future, I would love to be able to get on y'all level and like have in-person events, but you know, we're not there yet. We're not there just yet, <laughs> but <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> okay. Um. Really quickly though, I just want to like give you your props, Chelsea, because I'm not going to tell you how many times I log onto the app that should not be named, but it's the action that a clock makes when it's going from the next second to the minute. Um, and people are saying that they want these things um, written by Black authors, but they can't find them anywhere. And you have created this treasure trove for them to find all of the things 
I don't know if like they Googles don't work. Um, but I just I'm a fan of like you making that like a mission of your work in addition to, you know, just being an author as well. Um, so salute to you. Um I'll kick it over to Christina and then Sheree. So for Girl Have You Read, it's always hashtag Black Love Forward. I remember when we first started, um, the thing was kind of, you know, if you couldn't put the hashtag Black Love on this couple without getting an argument, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're talking about. Like, it's cool, you know, write, write, write what you want to write, publish what you want to publish, read what you want to read. But that is not what Girl Have You Read is here for. And... um We've gotten our back kicked in about that. We've, you know, we've weathered, <laughs> I guess, accusations of reverse racism and how we're not, quote unquote, really down for the community. And I've had people hop on Twitter and tell the boldface lie that, well, I emailed them. I wanted them to put to 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 promote my book and they told me it wasn't black enough girl nobody asked, nobody said that to you we asked is that is that looks like a white man is that a white man and you said yes and so we were like that's not what we're here for nobody told you <laughs> nobody said that shit to you but anyway um it's despite that despite the nonsense despite um the commitment to misunderstanding the despite the commitment to finding a problem with us creating a space that was what we wanted to see what the, what no one else was offering room for what i still like every day i see someone talking about hashtag black romance with a white man plain as day on the cover and <laughs> Don't get me it's sad. still necessary. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> to. To 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 watch my words so that I don't. I don't. I don't go somewhere it doesn't need to go. But it's. It still feels necessary, which is sad to me. You know that it's still necessary to even say that it's still necessary to have to hold up your hand and say, "Hey, actually, this is what we mean when we say that." And when we say that, so that we can have our space, because if we do not make it clear, we will not have that space. And I know that because we had to start the space in order to get it, and that's just always going to be the goal. Hashtag Black Love Center Stage. That's 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 always going to be the goal. And like you mentioned before, there is not um, a termination point. I don't think it'll ever be finished. I I wish I wish I could believe that. I wish I could believe that there would become a point that it wasn't necessary because you know Alex and I we we have a lot going on. <laughs> we have a lot going on, and we don't necessarily have the times. Thank God for Jen. Thank God for my virtual assistant who has started taking on some of it for us. And thank God for Alexandra who, you know, puts together those new release lists and does all of that because it takes, it takes work. And what I feel honestly, just, you know, speaking candidly, what I feel should be more of a community effort isn't. And so we just we we do what we can. <laughs> we do what we can, and we make it we make it work as we can. And as long as it's needed, we'll be out here. Before I let Sheree talk, I'm gonna just say real quick. Shout out to Alexandra. We mentioned it's her birthday. I'm gonna say it again because that's my fave. But also because my good sis does the work when it comes to curating those new release lists. Like that mess ain't automated. Like that's manual labor like she needs her props go ahead Sheree so I gotta kind of like oh man this is such a I spent a, a while thinking about this question so it was interesting that you asked this question because in 2020 I think um we all were like hit hard with a you know pandemic or whatever but it made me really sit down and try to figure out where do we go from here it sounds very like girl but it was a real question because 
it was so many book clubs and everybody springing up. It was like, well, how do we now push the needle forward? Because there, there, there are many um, book clubs coming out. You got book talk. You got it's so many spaces, but it would it would be like clockwork. <laughs> it would. I don't know if y'all saw it like why on TikTok when it's like the the voice open when it's like here we go again. Every time somebody asks like, oh, where's I, I want to read romance, but there's no black. And it, it, it's like every quarter, like this, this conversation gets brought up. And it's a whole bunch of the same questions about why is it this way? Why is it that way? Or they have, you know, entering the space, whether it's a new reader or a new book club, they're asking the same questions that I asked five and six years ago. So that lets me know there has been no concrete solutions. It's it's a it's very telling when we go on black, when I go on TikTok, because I'm a social media manager. So I know I went to have a, uh, um, an account on TikTok where I literally just use to just figure out like you know what the algorithm is looking like I do it on every app and TikTok this I will like a bunch of black book talk stuff purposely and you know the idea with TikTok is if you feed it they'll feed it back to you what you like more of it and every time they'll feed me back book content but it'll be like white book content I'm like so that's a problem right so there's so many problems that are still here and they're not going anywhere so when we saw these problems and I had to sit with them I'm just like well what can we actually do like all right we got this we got that but we have to figure out how can we how can we really make it work that we're actually pushing the needle forward because sometimes I feel like I'm fighting like uh, I'm trying to go up a down escalator. I feel like I'm we're fighting so much because it's so many obstacles. And especially when we first begin, we got the same emails like, okay, you're not, this is not for everyone. We even had somebody who I really respect tell us like, it shouldn't just be called like for black women. It should just say for women or for um like POC, people of color. And then it was the BIPOC. And I'm just like, no, like stop trying to t- like, stop trying to move this. And it's very disheartening because you're like, if the people who are in the upper corporate rooms and stuff are giving me this as their, like, idea to get ahead quicker, then what does that say? Like, what, what, it, what is, you know, how much harder is this going to be? And then, like I said, in 2020, I thought about it. What do I want this book club or this community space to represent? And we starting in on, like, a, like a digital space. So, like, we're, we've been revamping and having conversations. We ask authors, you know, what they want and stuff like that. We really want to move into having one of the, like, the baddest spaces for Black authors. So, as a reader, you will come to our site and you will be able to get a book, an interview, know about your favorite book talker, know about what events are happening, not just with us, but with other people, other hosts. And so, we want it to be a full hub, a full media hub for Black um, for, um for black literature and the people who love it and the people who thrive within the community. That was a long answer, but I had you to, got that. You <laughs> I had to give you the beginning. <laughs> you, you, had to, you had to take us down the road, but you got that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, though, like I appreciate that. I actually have a question that kind of leaks to some of the things that you were talking about. I'm going to let me copy in um, and then I'm going to go to my next question. Time goes really fast when you're having fun. It sure does. Um, for Black girls who write, it probably changes every day for me. Um, two weeks ago, I almost shut it down. Today, I'm on a call with Facebook. So it really just depends on the day. Long goal is to create events to help authors, no matter your experience level, whether you're publishing your first book or your 50th book, that's not the space I'm creating, like to, to box people out of events. Um, it's open to all people, not just indie authors, but, or, or traditionally published authors. It's open to bloggers. It's open to anyone creative, because at the end of the day, you could be in one niche and still want to write a book, um, or learn how to be a better creative or better business person and I eventually want to be in a space where the brand deals and sponsorships are so good that we can offer top-notch free events and one day I would like to have our retreat overseas don't ask me where I don't know yet I ain't get that far let me get through this one but the goal is which seas girl like over (laughs) over the big seas yeah, like maybe the Caribbean, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, I just like to know details because I like to travel. 
listen, maybe the Caribbean, not Mexico. I feel like everybody and their mama do Mexico, and I'm the type of person, I like to go against the grain. I don't like to do what everyone else does um, in certain things. So it will be Caribbean, definitely. Um, and what I'm striving to do next year, which I talked to you offline about, Nicole, was to create um, an awards show, like actually bring our awards from being digital to being in person and an actual award show and, you know, having fun with that. Cause I, I know that would be something that everyone would be excited to be a part of and amplify through virtual access as well. So long-term goal, bigger events, maybe. And also, you know, hopefully next, hopefully by the next event, hopefully next year, it will be like, you have to buy NFT in order to get access to the event. I'm trying to tap into the NFT space. Um, so that's a partnership we literally just launched a couple weeks ago. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, but um, I have one, well, 1. 1.5 more questions. Um, and I say the 0. 0.5 because the last question I'm going to ask has nothing to do with what we've been talking about all night. And you can opt out of answering it um, if you would like to. But I would very much um, prefer that you do answer that. But before we get to that question, my last question is for all of you all. Um, I know that the platforms that you have are not just um, like it's not just like a monotonous space. Right. Like you also have different um, features and um, services that's the word I was trying to think of services that you also provide to um, authors and in some cases the audiences as well so y'all can do the hand raise thing again I'll go on order if you want to talk a brief bit because we are already at um, 40 after about some of the additional services that you offer in addition to the main thing that you're known about and Kiana was first to raise her hand so we will start with you so uh, we offer book reviews. Uh, we also have a new release list that is featured on our app and along with our website. Uh, we offer, I shouldn't say test reading because that's like for a fee, but we do do test reading services and stuff like that. And sometimes we do book discussions. So yeah, book reviews, new release list, book discussions. I think that's it. Okay, Chelsea. So for the Melanin Library, we are actually just now starting to branch off into doing more like service stuff. Um, the biggest thing right now is um, we offer um, space on our website. It's called the Melanin Spotlight and it's at the top of the website. So um, on our main pages, like the library main page, the genre pages and stuff like that, you can have your book advertised there. And it's like, I want to say it's like $10 for like 30 days or something like that. The point is just to have it be extremely reasonable because like as an indie author, I know most of us are not like balling out of control unless we have like a day job. And if we're trying to get out of that day job, the goal is not to spend all the money on advertising, but I digress. Um, the Melanin Spotlight, we offer that. Um, also, an uh, Instagram feature, and then also um, a TikTok feature. All of those things are our largest platforms where we get the most engagement. So the goal is to just be able to share and promote books by indie authors. So um, especially like new releases and stuff, because that's when people definitely want like the most hype and stuff around their hype and stuff around their book. So just like super reasonably price stuff so that we can make it available. And um, one of the things that I'm hoping to bring back um, this coming uh, November is um, on the Written in Melanin main channel on YouTube, we have melanin awareness videos where we highlight 10 books um, at a time. And it's just like, these are books that you probably haven't heard about on BookTube just in general. And it's free advertisement. Like we don't charge for that, but it's just like, if your book is in the library, then um, we you have a chance to have your book featured on the website so that we can put more books in front of indie authors. But yeah, that's what we do. Right on. And I do want to say that if you do have services that you do charge for, um, you know, like your boy from Compton said, you know, this ish ain't free. Uh, so feel free to talk about those things as well, because um, in order to make money, you got to spend money sometimes. You understand? Um, and I think that in order for um, 
some of the product within this community to be taken more serious. Um, those investments do have to be made. Um, so I definitely um, would urge you not to shy away from also speaking to the paid products and services that you also offer, because I know there's some authors in here and, you know, sometimes you got to put them coins out so you can make sure that you're giving the um, consumer the best end product. Let's go, Cherie, and then CCJ. Hey, so um, we have, we offer book reviews. Um we do have our Books on Books newsletter, which is very different from our monthly newsletter. So with Books on Books newsletters, because we have a really big uh, newsletter, like a lot of people subscribe to it and our open rate is really good. Um, so we have basically condensed it. So you can purchase one slot or six slots, but that's the idea behind the newsletter is that it will, it's small, but it has a lot of eyes. So then you won't get overwhelmed with like a listicle that has 15 or 20 books or whatever. They're just going to have eyes on these six books and that's it and so that's something that we offer and you can buy out the book so if you have a new release or something like that you can have the whole newsletter to yourself and you pick the day on which you want it to drop um so that's a feature that we offer and we've it's been doing really well um we have our 11 questions with is on instagram it's basically like um we give you 11 questions the author and they're able to like take over our Instagram for that day. And usually, typically, it's usually the author who is who is featured for that month for our book club. So it's another way to kind of remind them that what the book is, but also let people kind of know what your, what, your, what your writing space look like. What does this look like? But it stays up for 24 hours. Um, but it's a great way to get the author more exposure. And then we lead into the book discussion that Sunday. Um, we have Sister Girls Academy. We did it in 2020 twice. We did it like, like a semester. So we had five classes um, and they were able, people were able to purchase them at their, if they wanted to purchase one, two or all of them. Um, and then they would be able to do a two hour class virtually. Um, and we did it twice. So we did it, it, it went really, really good. And we're trying to bring that back uh, probably in 2023. And so that's all I can think of right now. Oh, sorry, we got one more thing coming. We have a new, this we hope y'all just support us because it is a new endeavor. It's a um it's a way to get information about the literary community easily. That's all I say. It's called the rundown. So that'll be coming out between this weekend or earlier. But it's called the rundown, so look out for that. It'll be on the internet, <laughs> on social media. DJ Clue, 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 exclusive, exclusive, hot shit, hot shit. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that because you gave us exclusive content. All right, CCJ, Dan, Tamika. So the services for Girl Have You Read, we offer a lot of the standard, you know, things, cover reveals, author spotlights. Um, we do the new release list. We have our newsletter. Something that I am really looking forward to hopefully bringing back is the Girl Have You Read sound bites that we didn't really push a lot, but that was really cool. And when we bring it back, like, I need y'all to rock with us on it because that was open for... That was fun. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we didn't really push it enough. But it was like open for readers. If they wanted to leave like love notes for authors, it was for authors to give like a short introduction of themselves, et cetera, et cetera. And so when we bring that back, I really need y'all to take advantage of that because I think that's really cool. It's a really cool way to kind of put readers in your purview. And then for the readers, if you are looking for something, if you're looking for a certain book that you read 15 years ago, you can't remember what it is, girl, ask the audience. We're, <laughs> we're ready, but we'll, we'll, we'll be bringing that back. Um, we want to go back to reviews, but I, 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 I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. And there are other spaces like, you know, Hopeful Heartbreakers who, who do the reviews. And so we just don't, we don't, we don't lean on those other spaces for the wonderful resources that they offer as well. I just got hype here and you say y'all bring your sound bites back. I ain't know that. That's lit. Samika. Um... So we have Writer Crush Wednesday, which I try to do 
every other Wednesday unless I get super behind and I try to stack them up every Wednesday where authors get posted on our page but also can do an IG story takeover and depending on the post we also will post it on TikTok and then we've been getting so many um, Writer Crush Wednesday requests that we post some on Twitter as well we do author spotlights where someone from our team will spotlight an author like once a quarter we're kind of behind um on that but it's something to kind of like do like a love letter to an author to an author that probably doesn't get as much recognition that they should um what else do we have we have a huge you know people are always asking I need an editor and always asking me so we have a huge like directory on our website of editors, self-publishing coaches, um, graphic designers. I try to put, um, I haven't updated in a while, but I try to put people up there that, you know, is highly recommended or, you know, does really, really good work. Um, so if you want to be added, make sure you send me an email and sent well the forms on the website so you could just fill out the form and just send your portfolio over uh what else do we have i allow people to write blogs features on the on the site you just have to send me a pitch of what you want to talk about and thinking what else we have oh we're about to start this woman of mystery nft writing collective at the end of this month we're partnering with uh jump cup media and it's going to be really cool because people can like be a part of this storytelling experience and learn how to write a comic book and also you know have access to the ip and monetize off the ip in the long run so that's something that we just got started and of course, we have our Creative Connection Retreat next month in LA. Tickets are still on sale for in-person and virtual. If you can't make it in person, I highly suggest virtual tickets. Y'all, this is definitely something I've been putting together for almost, since our first retreat in 2020 before the pandemic. And the programming of this is just phenomenal. I don't know where else you would get programming like this and we're also um going to try to do a webinar with instagram and meta um the week before the retreat so that will that part will actually be free but everything else like nicole said sometimes you got to invest in yourself and this is definitely an investment that you can write off but that i highly encourage authors to be a part of and the in-person one is it's going to be something you want to definitely be at in person, as I always will stress, because this will probably be the last year I do anything else virtual. Um, so, yeah. And next year, hopefully we'll be doing script to screen finally. And that's that's all I got. OK, real quick, Kiana, come off mute and tell the people about the nonprofit arm of Hopeful Heartbreakers, because Nick <laughs> So I was so busy trying to be quick since we were short on time. I literally forgot that Hopeful Heartbreakers started a nonprofit organization this year. We actually started using our own funds that we created from our literary services and then our group and the authors that support us ended up doing donations. But we've done at least two or three events. We gave out journals to troubled teens. We gave out a whole bunch of books to uh school and we actually have coloring book day that's coming up so we are really literary disciples in the street we're passing i mean we're giving back to the community we're giving back to the kids and trying to spread the literary knowledge to the babies and stuff as well but yeah we got that going on too just want to tell y'all about that so let me tell y'all how Chicago I am you said literary disciples and I didn't go bible I went to throwing up gang signs over here in my house so anyway <laughs> it's seven fifty-two p.m we need to go ahead and wrap this up um I thank you so much to everyone who was on the panel Christina Sharice Tamika Kiana 
Chelsea and Ayana, even though she had her technical difficulties, but that's fine because she can spin a block and come back any other time. Uh, remember, I told y'all I have 0.5 of a question. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay, so um, my 0.5 question is uh, what y'all reading right now? Let me tell you, I'm so let, me, let somebody else go because everybody know about 768 pages. That's all I gotta say, Kian. Yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> know about it. I'm irritated. I can't like I done threw the book down, but um, yeah, I... <laughs> it's the way that my mental constitution is not even set up properly enough to like comprehend one thing being 768 pages. All right, so there's this book, <laughs> and it got the tagline called 768 pages because from Hopeful Heartbreaker. So we did not create that, and it's like a running, it's a running nice joke because the story is very long. It's called um, Demon's Dream by um, L. What is her last name? Somebody. Casey. L. Casey. Thank you, and it's so good. However, it's it's the book that I read the whole Labor Day weekend because it's 768 pages. Um, and that's what I'm reading right now. But it's very good. I would I would really tell people to run. If you feel like, oh, it's going to be drawn out. Nope, it's not drawn out. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to share what they read? I am. First, I want to say... Our reading group is really, really ghetto. They really changed that lady's book name to seven. Yeah, I did. I saw it. I was, That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I am currently reading uh, The Winter Sisters by DeAndrea. I don't want to say her name wrong. She's actually a new to me author. She, I don't know how she found us, but she came on our app and like promoted her book. And I love the cover. It's three beautiful black women on the cover. And that's what drew me in. And I wrapped up book one today. I think it's only two parts and then maybe like a spinoff. But y'all, when I tell y'all, it is so messy and so ghetto. And it's, it has so much going on. I love it. I love it. I love it. But that's what I'm reading. <laughs> I don't actually get much time to read any day anymore. But I did get a chance to actually finish Bounce Back by Nicole Falls. Oh, wow. I know her. Night. <laughs> um, and I'm going to attempt to start Hotbox by Ashley Nicole. Y'all, if y'all want to send me personally y'all books, just email it to info at Black Girls Who Write. <laughs> um, I I will request to not send me any trauma stories. I need love stories right now because right now because I am stressed planning this event. So I need something that will make me feel good. <laughs> Yeah, this book is a love story. It sounds very like, okay, Demon's Dream. It sounds very like gory, but it really is. At the heart of the book is a love story. And it's a standalone. That sounds like Stranger Things. Not Stranger no, Things. No, it's, it, it's, it's literally none of that. It, it's, 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 it's good. I, I don't, I, I got to really get my thoughts together because right now I'm just like, you know, I'm in like having book, book emotions. Well, as for me and my house, the only thing that I am reading are these holes who get out of pocket. So congratulations <laughs> to all of y'all who are reading good things right now. It's 7.56. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up again. Thank y'all so, so much for coming on and speaking with me. Thank you to everybody in the audience for hanging with us. Um, we'll be back at this in two weeks. Who will the guests be? The girl don't know yet. I got a couple of different directions I'm trying to go in. So some of y'all who are um, readers and also other people in this community, we don't be surprised if I hit you in a DM like so um you want to come on the spaces because I'll, I'll do that also if there's anybody in this audience who um is an author of black romance meaning two or more black people in communion with one another um I will be opening up uh the form for individuals to come on and have a half an hour session with me on pillow talk um, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I'm opening up that form like immediately. It's probably going to be like a week or two, but it's coming. I need y'all to bear with me. Um, I do want to give y'all, you know, that space and opportunity. Um, I will say that uh, if you have a project that you are looking to promote within the month of like October, November, December, um, you probably will be given priority because I would like things to be timely. Other than that, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But 
that's it. If nobody else got anything to say, I'm out. Thank you, Nicole, for having us. This was fun. Yeah, Yeah, thank thank you you for inviting. No problem. All right, guys. We out here. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.